Hello and welcome back to the newest episode of Spider Sports Podcast. I'm Vincent. I'm Daniel. And we're going to be talking football today. Yeah, you know, we got to um, switch to NFL. Uh, now, you know, Ron James, NBA champion, the greatest of all time. So here we go. Um, we'll start off with Panthers Saints. Um, hard fought game. Um, honestly, came down to the quarterbacks. Um, Drew Brees uh, was just too good. Uh, 29 for 36, 287 yards and two two touchdowns with only one interception. While Teddy Bridgewater did not have an interception, he was 23 for 28 for 254 yards and two touchdowns. Um, quarterback for equal, so it came down to the running game. And in the running game, Kamara for the Saints had 14 carries for 90 or for 83 yards, and Davis had seven carries for 12 yards, 12 rushing yards, not gonna get it done. Um, I thought, I thought the defense defensively, both teams were pretty bad defensively. Um, but I felt uh, like I'd say the Saints' run defense was really good. Yeah, Saints' run defense was good. Um, but I felt like other than that, it was pretty bad. Um, third down efficiency is where I want to focus. Uh, Saints were twelve for fourteen on third down. Uh, you're not going to win a game if you can only stop them twice on third down. Three other 12 conversions were third and 10 and longer. Uh, two of them were third and 14. One of the third and 14s was a screenplay. I mean, you can't – it's literally – it's not even all can't have positive yards. It's got to stop crossing that, that line. And they didn't do it. Um, so Saints deserve to win. Um, if you're the Panthers, you're not feeling too too upset about that. Um, this is a rebuilding year. Um, they're playing with house money. They're doing better than I thought they would be doing at this point. Um, uh, that last drive had a third and ten, and uh, you don't you want to avoid the sack because obviously they tried a sixty-five yard field goal and missed it by inches. So if you avoid the sack, you're going to make the fifty-seven yard field goal. We had a tie game. Maybe a little different discussion today, uh, but who knows? But if you're the if you're the Saints, needed win coming off the bye. If you're the Panthers. Uh, you you beat Atlanta on Thursday and become four and four. You're in the thick of a wild card race and just have fun fun with this and see what happens. Okay. Uh, next game. Uh, well, I want to we're, we're going to go ahead and get this out of the way because the whole division disaster is the NFC East. We're going to cover both games at the same time because they don't deserve my breath for two different games. That division is just awful. Uh, Eagles beat the Giants by one. Big whoop. Giants blew an 11-point lead with four minutes to go. All right, that's the game. Now, that the Cowboys are an absolute disaster. Um, if my friend Kendrick listens to this, and I really hope he does, the Dallas Cowboys are a disaster. Um, they have quit. And they lost to a team with no name. They lost to a team that can't even give themselves a football name. They had months to come up with a new name, and they decide we're going to be the Washington football team. Okay. Anyway, and that Washington football team beat you 25-3. to Dallas gave up. Defensively, they're the worst team in the NFL. 
Um, offensive Zeke at one point was one of the best running backs. He, he looks to show himself right now. Um, Andy Dalton came out with a concussion. Players just looked at they don't, they don't want to play for Mike McCarthy. So you got to think is Mike McCarthy the answer for Dallas? Will he be fired after one season? I don't know. Division's still open, but I don't see Dallas taking it. Yeah, I mean, their offense might be better if they had a maybe a second string or first yeah. string quarterback. We're down to the third <laughs> string, so yeah. Andy Dalton's concussed, and he will be concussed for a while. That hit was dirty. Well, the Redskins got shit. Oh, no, Redskins. I'm so sorry. Washington football team guy. <laughs> Should have been suspended, but for the season, yeah. But he's not, so he should have got at least a game yeah, or two. It's so intentional. Oh yeah, he, and also here's how you can tell Dallas didn't care. Anytime I've seen a helmet to helmet hit, there's always been a fight, breakout, or like some shoving. Going like, are you really gonna do that? You know, that's your quarterback, most important guy on the field. No, the Dallas was like. Yep, he knocked out. <laughs> Throw some shoves, do something. I'm not, I'm not for violence, but send a message. Yes, we got the court over there. It's like, yeah, well, we're down twenty-two to three. You ain't really done much. So. Whatever. But yeah, that's what I got there. You got anything else? Nope. Uh, Browns, Bengals, uh, battle the quarterbacks again. Um, first of all, we want to talk about Odell Beckham down with a torn ACL. Um, Pretty tough blow. Um, I said from the get go, uh, not on this podcast, but out loud that he hasn't been fitting in with Denver, uh, not uh, Cleveland. Sorry, um, him and Baker. I, th- I thought when Cleveland traded for Odell, I thought this is a match made in heaven. Uh, Baker's gonna love Odell, but it feels like Baker feel more so feel like he has to force the ball to Odell, and it just hasn't been clicking. So I've been thinking Odell was going to leave either mid-season or end of the season. Um, Odell's second play, Baker threw a pick. Odell's chasing down the guy, gets his knee twisted, tears the ACL. Dumps the season. So you got to wish him the best, hope, hope he makes a good recovery. Whether he comes back to Cleveland or goes to another team, uh, you, know, you will wish him the best. Uh, but I thought Baker responded well. In that first quarter, Baker Mayfield was 0 for 5, with one pick in the first quarter. And the next three quarters, Baker Mayfield was 22 for 20, for 23 with 297 yards and five touchdowns. That's simply perfection right there. Uh, Joe Burrow, nothing to be ashamed about. as a rookie, 35 for 47, 406 yards, three touchdowns. Um, I liked how one, Baker one interception. Yeah, did throw still, a pick. still incredible performances by those two. I liked how Baker played. He had a fight. Joe Burrow took the lead with a few minutes to go. Baker drove them to a field goal range. Most teams just elect to kick the field goal and must get on with it. Baker threw a bomb one on one coverage where if that's picked off, it's game over, and you forfeited the chance to go to overtime. Baker didn't care. Baker went for the win. Uh, a lot of people have been critical about Baker Mayfield. I have. I think his leadership has been pretty bad at times, but I'm going to give him credit where credit credit's due. They're 5-2. and two. They got the third best record um, in the NFL. I mean, 5-2, and two, that's that's good. Um, you know, I think they'll have a firm playoff spot. So uh, give credit to credit so you can say, oh, it's Cincinnati. That's a gritty win. 
uh, in Cincinnati, in my opinion. Big win for the Browns. I would say, like, I feel like Odell Beckham Jr. is just not living up to any expectations. Um, in the past, he's been an amazing athlete, but in recent years, he hasn't really done much. Um, everyone thought, wow, he's he's going to be a superstar. He's good. He was, a, he was an amazing athlete, and didn't nothing ever really came of that. Is how I feel. Yeah, Cleveland is where, if you're not named LeBron James, is where Athens could have died. LeBron James is the only person I know that's shined in Cleveland. Other than that, Cleveland sports a disaster. When Odell Beckham went to Cleveland, he went from the lights in New York to Cleveland. Um, I I mean, even in his last couple of years at New York, I kind of felt like he was going downhill a little bit. Yeah, he was still put. He was putting better numbers than he was in Cleveland, but I did get the vibe that he cared more about his personal stats and winning. So yeah. I do agree with what you're saying. Um, I think I'm, I would love to see him. I said this out loud. I would love to see him. I mean, obviously, it's not happening this year, but I'd like to see him in New England uh, with Cam Newton. I think that could be a be, be a good atmosphere. And Bill Belichick will definitely keep him straight. Um, that's all I got about that game. Okay. Steelers Titans, uh, the last two undefeated teams, and now we have one. Pittsburgh, uh, they deserve a lot of respect. I thought ten and six, maybe eleven to five. Ben Roethlisberger beat the Titans while while he threw seventeen incomplete passes. And three picks. Oh. And they still beat the Titans. Wow. Who are undefeated. Uh, give credit where credit's due. Um, Juju's becoming a great wide receiver, number one. Um, that's one thing he struggled with at first, uh, was transitioning to that. But he had nine catches, 85 yards. Um, ben Roethlisberger's kind of turning back the clock, trying to defy time. Um so I'll, I'll, you got you to give credit to that. Um, for Titans, uh, Derrick Henry, I was a little bit disappointed in Derrick Henry. This is supposed to be your your shining moment, uh, your chance to dominate, uh, send a message at home, and yet you had 20 carries for 75 yards, which is an average of a little under four yards per carry. Got to be better than that. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, 18 for 30 completions. Uh, for two touchdowns, not bad, not great. Uh, had a QBR of six and nine and a half. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, you gotta be better. Um, they had a chance, and yet after both teams played a little sloppy, uh, you had a chance. Uh, ben started off dominating, gave Tennessee a chance to cut the lead and have a chance to tie it. Tennessee couldn't take it. So it's, a, it's as simple as that. Okay. Lions Falcons. I just gonna want to talk about the Falcons. Oh, oh yes, that's a Falcons. Um, the Detroit Lions literally had no business winning that game, but oh wait, they're playing Atlanta. All Todd Gurley has to do is fall on the one yard line, run the clock out, kick a field goal, and you finally get a, get a win. He accidentally falls into the end zone, giving Detroit a chance to drive down the field. Score a touchdown, 
as time expired. Last play was from, from the ten yard or from the twelve yard line. That's it's inexcusable. Atlanta is blowing countless, countless leads. They're a disaster of a franchise. Uh, I think we're witnessing Matt Ryan's last game since the Atlanta Falcon. And I don't expect a heartbreaking disaster Thursday night because I don't think they'll be in it to have a heartbreaking disaster Thursday night. Um, Against the Panthers. Yes, I see the Panthers winning that by somewhere between 7 and 10. Okay. Uh, Bills, Jets. What's it said? Uh, I'm a little disappointed in the Bills. Uh, they did win. Um, if you told me Josh Allen would have 307 yards passing, no interceptions, and you would beat the Jets by eight, oh. a team that just cut Le'Veon Bell, I'd ask what else happened. I, and, and the Jets quarterback had two picks. I'd say, oh, you won by 20 or 30, right? Nope, they won by eight. And they had to come from behind and do that too. So, um, Dang. Yeah, that's a – they got the win, survive in advance, going into a big game against New England next Sunday. Okay. Speaking of New England, you want to talk about that game next? Yeah. Um, Ouch. I'm a, I'm a man of my word. Um, I can I'm admit, a word of my man. I'm a word of my man, too. Uh, I can admit when I'm wrong, and I was I have been wrong so far on the New England Patriots. I have not. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm not doing a 10 on the wrong scale. Um, but if they lose next Sunday, I will admit fully I'm wrong. Um, there's something wrong with Cam Newton. Um, I've been high on Cam Newton uh, since college. Um, as a Panther fan, when I watched him at Auburn you know, beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl, uh, win the national championship, I – as a Panther fan, watching the Panthers deal with Matt Moore, Jimmy Clausen, and Brian St. Pierre. Have you ever heard of him? No, you probably haven't. Um, I mean, the Panthers were so bad at one point. They had two quarterbacks on the roster. This is where I'm going to get in with Cam. This is how bad the quarterback situation was that Cam had to, to climb us out of. The Panthers were so bad, they had two quarterbacks, Matt Moore and Jimmy Clausen. Matt Moore got hurt, so Jimmy Clausen was quarterback. Well, Jimmy Clausen got concussed in practice. Panthers had no quarterbacks. They had to find a guy on the street, basically, like lived in Charlotte, that wanted to play professional football. Sign him to a contract. I think he was on the team for two weeks. I was put, I had tickets that game. That was my first Panther game I ever went to. Playing the Baltimore Ravens. Brian St. Pierre is doing absolute no, absolutely nothing. It's like 17 to 3 in the fourth quarter. And I'm just sitting there like, oh my gosh, he's throwing like two, two complete passes. All of a sudden, Brian, this Brian St. Pierre launches a perfect spiral touchdown. And the guy runs it all the way. So I'm like 17 to 10. We go three and out. Brian St. Pierre gets the ball back. Down seven. Eight minutes to go. And I'm sitting at the edge of my seat like, oh, my gosh, this guy might actually win the game. First play of the drive, pick six. 24-10. Get the ball back. First play, pick six. It was 31-10 to the span of five minutes. So that's what Cam had to replace. 
and Cam just lit it up. Uh, first quarterback in his first two games of his career for 400 yards. Went from 2-14 and 14 to 6-10 and 10 in the second year. Went from 2-14 and 14 to in his third season. Brought them to a 12-4 and four record and won the division in his third season. Um, not only won the division, they start off 1-3 and three and then won 11 of their next 12 games to finish the season. Um, 2015, Cam Newton, MVP caliber season, 15-1 and one record, got a bye in the first round, beat the Seattle Seahawks, beat the Cardinals in the NFC Championship game by 30 points to lose in the Super Bowl. Cam took a nobody franchise to multiple playoff appearances. Um, had the injury history. Um, I said day one, um, uh, Panthers need to resign. They didn't. So the Patriots re-signed him, which I said was the perfect fit uh, because of Tom Brady. And Cam Newton was doing great. However, last night was the first time I watched Cam Newton as someone who's watched almost every Cam Newton snap. And I said, there's something not right. And the last time I said that, sadly, I really hope I'm wrong, was in 2018, the Pittsburgh Steelers game, when Cam Newton got leveled by um, by T.J. Watt and was holding the shoulder. And I watched how he tried to play the rest of the season, a lot of screen passes, until that Week 15 game in 2018 where he played the New Orleans Saints, and Cam could not throw the ball more than 10 yards. Go watch the game. It's all over YouTube. The Saints were daring him because every other team was just letting them throw screen passes. Cam was getting away with it. The Saints were literally kind of staying back, saying, throw the ball down the field. I dare you. And Cam could not do it. He was launching back, and it was bouncing into receivers, like bouncing. He could not throw it more than 15 yards. Um, that's what I said. Shoulders messed up. Sure enough, as soon as that game ended, Ron Rivera, uh, Cam will not be playing the rest of the season. He hurt, His shoulders hurt. Cam said, it's been hurt for two weeks, two months. Have not thrown the ball down the field. Boom. Um, we never got to see him with the shoulder because he got the shoulder fixed and then suffered a little Frank sprain. Missed all last season. So this is the first season. And it, it's either the shoulder or long or lingering issues from COVID. Because the first game, Cam looked good. One and that. Lost to Seattle, Cam looked good. Two and one. Cam's looking good. And then came against COVID. And two and two. He plays eh against the Broncos, fall two and three. Then he plays a disaster. Um eight for fifteen passing. Or nine for fifteen passing. Ninety-eight yards. Three picks. Sacked eight times. QBR three point five out of a hundred. Gosh. That was it was tough to watch, and Cam was skipping a lot of passes. I mean, at that point, you probably want the Brian St. Pierre back. Yeah, <laughs> um, he was wobbling some passes. I'm not giving up on the Patriots just yet. Here, here's the situation right now: they're two and a half games behind in the division. They play Buffalo Sunday. You got to beat Buffalo if you want any shot at the division. Right here, right now. 
season, I'm telling you right now, season's over if they don't be Buffalo Sunday. It's just done. Um, season's over if you don't be bu- beat Buffalo. Um, if they beat Buffalo, we got a new division. Because the following week, the Bills play the Seahawks. The Seahawks will beat Buffalo. And the Patriots would have the Jets. So Patriots beat the Bills. It's like a two-game swing, in my opinion. And the Patriots would be half a game out if that happens. So Patriots are back in it. If they beat the Bills, season's over if they lose. Uh, for Cam, I'm concerned about his health, concerned uh, recovering from COVID, uh, concerned about the shoulder. Let's see how he plays next Sunday. <coughs> Not much to say. Um, <clears throat> other than, yeah, that game was an absolute disaster. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's, I guess, Pat Packers, Texans. Needed for the Packers. They recovered. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looked good. Um, I said in the last episode that the Packers, Bucks, and the NFC Championship game. Uh, Packers, 20, Aaron Rodgers, 23 for 34, 283 yards, four touchdowns. He, he definitely looked like the Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but I want um, Devontae Adams, Ooh. 13 receptions, 196 yards, two touchdowns, like dominant. Uh, never I a question. Think, yeah, I think the Packers um, made a good choice. Uh, he was out for a little couple games. Some kind of a nagging injury. I don't remember what it was, but um, the, instead of putting him back in as soon as possible, um, I remember they were very cautious and they waited till he was fully recovered. And dang, it seems like it paid off. Came back in full force. Yeah, um, I thought that the pack that that was never in doubt. Um, it was that it was definitely um, they earned that. So, and then. Uh, Bucks Raiders. Um, I gotta talk talk about but the Bucks. Uh, Tom Brady continued to defy age. Uh, Thirty three for forty five, three hundred sixty nine yards, four touchdowns. QB rating eighty eight point one. Out of hundred, that's just insane. Um, um. Yeah, he looked good. Um. Um, there's not much to say. At 43 years old, he looks like he's 28. Um, never a question. Uh, that Brady to Gronk, it start, they're starting to heat up. They're starting to find each other. Bucks are dangerous. They look like the best team in the NFC. I said, being the fourth season started, they're being Super Bowl. I still stand by that. Unless, and we'll talk about it in, in, in a minute. You got anything about that? Mm-hmm. All right. What is your opinion on the Bucks signing Antonio Brown. Mm. Uh, we talked about this earlier, and I think we agree. Um, Antonio Brown has a history of lots of, let's say, bad behavior. Um, seems very mentally unstable as well. Um, so, yeah, you wanna wanna give uh, give your view on this. We will cover this deeper next week when we have Anthony McAvoy on. Okay. Obviously, but I'm going to give you my spiel. Um, do I believe I'm right? <laughs> um, this 
was a head scratcher move. I see the benefits, but I don't agree with this move. This is a this is a Bucks team that is clicking on all cylinders. You just got done thrashing the Packers, thirty-eight to ten. You just beat the Raiders, forty-five to thirty. You're five and two. Looks like you're going to go to the Super Bowl, and yet you want to sign the biggest troublemaker in the history of the National Football League. Don't give me Tom Brady can help him. Tom Brady can mold. No, no, no. This guy is trouble. I don't believe a word this man says. He has been saying, oh, I, I apologize to the NFL. You apologized three different times to the NFL in the last year and a half. What's for me to believe that this time you're going to make it happen? Let me give you a backstory on Antonio Brown. As a Pittsburgh Steeler, he's the number one wide receiver. He's the best wide receiver in the world. Week, week 16, him and Ben Roethlisberger have a disagreement on the sidelines. Antonio Brown grabs the water cooler, chucks it across the sideline, and storms off. Week 17 comes. A couple days away. This is a big game. If Pittsburgh wins, they're in the postseason. If they lose, they're out of the postseason. He does not show up to practice and does not show up to the game and doesn't tell anybody. Didn't even tell his agent tell him. They just he was a no-show. So uh, I tell you, he was suspended because he didn't show up to practice. I pay that back. No show to practice all week, and they told him, "Don't come to the game. You're not playing." Antonio Brown flips out. Just what? Well, of course, he should play. He didn't come to practice. He acted like a complete imbecile. Come on, enough. So Antonio Brown says, "All right, if you don't respect me, then I want to be traded." So they trade him to the Oakland Raiders. Antonio Brown goes on IG Live in Raiders gear saying, I made it. Here we come, Oakland. I'm teaming up with John Gruden, the NFL coach. Here we go. Antonio Brown, and I'm sure you remember what happened with Antonio Brown and the Raiders, but Antonio Brown goes into practice. Practice just doesn't go well. Antonio Brown storms off. Hadn't even played a game yet. The owner then comes to Antonio Brown to say, hey, man, like, you got to behave, okay? Like, we're here to say you're the star receiver. Antonio Brown flips out on this Caucasian owner, calls him some words about his race, and then says, why don't you find me now? Kicks the, tennis, kicks the football as high as he can possibly kick it, and leaves practice and says, what are you going to do now? And leaves. Also tries to fight the owner of the team. His players had to hold him back from fighting the man who writes his checks. It gets worse. So they told him, they said, you're not playing. You're not playing Monday night. Whatever. So finally, they tell him, all right, you can play on one condition. We're going to fine you, but we're still going to let you play. They, they backed out of their punishment. 
He says, why would you find me? I didn't do anything. I went off the team. Cut me. Release me. Do it. Do it. They released him. He did a YouTube video of him running out the door when he got the text saying, yelling, I'm free. Calling his grandma saying he's free. It feels like he just got released from prison. Um, yes, that's Antonio Brown. We know. Who also went to New England, lasted 11 days on the Patriots. Also has sexual uh, assault charges. Sounds like a stand-up guy to put on put on the Bucks team is trying to compete for an for an NFL championship. Um, let's see. You you just got the goat quarterback Tom Brady, and your team's you got the really, goat tight end exactly Rob Gronkowski. Your team's coming together. It's the first season. They're looking great, and you decide to throw this guy in there to uh, I don't know, maybe help you. You're thinking I don't know what you're thinking. But. Here's my hot take to end this off. Um. We're not gonna have time to talk about Seattle, Arizona, but this is a good way to end off. I said Bucks in the in the in the Super Bowl. This is a long term effect. We got about sixty seconds. We can talk about. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, let's say Antonio Brown acts like a complete dingus for two weeks. It's gonna be a six week effect because he's gonna take weeks to repair what he's what he's gonna do to that locker room. If Antonio Brown gets cut, the Bucks make the, make the Super Bowl. If Antonio Brown plays the whole season, they will not make the Super Bowl. What if he doesn't act up? I don't think I, I don't see I don't see him not acting up. <laughs> this man will want all want to be the number one receiver, and I don't see him settling for second for second fiddle because he's not going to be the number one receiver. He's going to be a third, maybe fourth. And I see him blowing up about that. I don't see it working. I don't see it. Okay, that's your hot take of the day. Yep. Thanks for tuning in to the Spider Sport Sports Podcast. I'm Vincent. I'm Daniel. And we'll see you next time.